Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Building Your Best Career. I hope you're doing well out there and you're staying safe and healthy. This week, I want to follow up on a couple of my previous episodes. I've talked a little bit about some lessons learned and mistakes that folks are making with respect to job searching. I wanted to follow up today on five things that you can do to begin your job search. I've been hearing from a lot of folks that they are just completely overwhelmed, completely stressed out, and have no idea where to start. They understand they have to get their resume going and look for jobs, but for those of you out there that are really struggling on where to get started, I wanted to focus in on that today. You know, typically my clients are executives that are looking to build leadership skills and high-performing teams, but one of the things I've really been trying to do through this COVID process is to try and help as many folks, regardless of what level you're at, on your career transitions because there are so many folks out there struggling and I think it's it's really challenging for some to even get get going right out of the gate right we're kind of frozen to a certain extent of I know I need a job I'll take anything and one of the things I've talked about is reaching out randomly to people and just sending them a resume and saying hey do you know any jobs for me And I was talking to some folks and we were kind of contemplating why that is. And I think that, again, for those of you out there who are either just starting off in the job search or have been doing it for months and are just beside yourself because nothing's coming in, nothing's happening, you're not getting any traction, you're not hearing back from recruiters, you're not, you you just, you're stuck. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So these are just some really basic things. I'm going to throw a lot of questions at you today, but these are just some really kind of basic list type things that you can do to kind of get you out of that rut if you're experiencing that or you're you're just kind of stuck. The first is, what do you want to do? And I ask you that not to be sarcastic at all, but what do you want to do? And I understand that if you are struggling with bills and whatnot and you need to find a job, you're probably sitting there saying to me, Kelly, I'll do anything. And I I get that. I get that you'll do anything. But what do you want to do? Okay, because the whole idea here is to try and create yourself a strategy for what to go after. You can take anything you want if you're just looking for a job. But in order to create a strategy, you have to have some kind of parameters built in. So at least to start with, Let's start with what do you want to do? Do you want to sit at a desk all day? Do you want to be out in the field moving around? Are you looking for certain hours? Do you have kids at home and you have to work third shift or second shift? Are you looking for temporary? Are you looking for permanent? When we say we'll take anything, these are some of the questions that come up. And I think it's important to make sure that when you're searching, when you're looking for anything, there are millions and millions of positions to have to comb through. But if you can narrow it down to start, we can always expand it back out later if you're not finding things. But narrow it down to what you would like to be doing. What type of position have you been working at that you want to get back in? What hours are you looking 
to work. And that will help a little bit with starting off this search. The second thing is, what can you do? What do you have experience in? Are you looking to do something within your field that you've worked in in the past? Are you looking at this as an opportunity to maybe try something a little bit different? What are your transferable skills? And I'm sure you've heard that phrase over and over, but what are your transferable skills? Do you have leadership skills? Do you have managerial skills? Do you have a lot of computer skills? Do you have people skills? Are you just really good with making friends with people and, and being seen as an authority figure, things like that? You may never have had a leadership role, but you are really good at getting people to do things and build consensus and build camaraderie and teamwork and all of those types of things. Those kinds of things are transferable skills. Do you have really strong organization skills and you can take any mess and turn it into something that looks organized and structured, right? These are all different things. When you're thinking about the different types of positions, make a list of all of the things that you can do, all of the different types of experiences that you've done in the past. Maybe you are really good with numbers and you've done a lot of stuff in finance. Maybe you are really good at public speaking and you like to create presentations and do presentations. Maybe you're more hands-on and you like to do more mechanical things or, or functional things. Or maybe you're just looking to bridge the gap by working in a warehouse or working a temporary retail position or something like that. Make a list of what you can do and all of the different skills and strengths that you would bring to the table. And be honest with yourself and be good to yourself. And what I mean by that is be generous. I'm sure there are tons and tons and tons of things that you can really do if you put your mind to it, right? So put them all down. Put anything down that you think that you can do. Obviously, if you're, you're not in some super science or technical field, you don't want to be going after positions that need very specific skill sets. But if we're talking general things, make a list of those, right? So often I hear from people, if they would just give me a chance, I will bust my ass, I will work hard, I'm a great employee, I just need someone to give me a chance. That's what I'm talking about. So list all of the things that you would bust your ass doing so that if someone gave you a chance, all of the different tools in your professional toolbox you would bring to the game. Number three is, where do you want to work? Do you want to work local? Do you want to work out of your home? Do you want to work uh, in a job that has travel? Do you want to move someplace else to find a job? Perhaps you're in, a, in an area of the country. Some states have been harder hit than others, right? Perhaps you're in an area that means that you're willing to move, you're willing to transfer, you're willing to be open to going someplace else for this position you're going to find. Are you willing to travel weekly if it's a job that requires you to do that? Are you required to be remote because you have kids at home and you have to work out of your house? Where can you work? What are the different locations that you are able to work right now? List them all out because, again, these are all going into how we're going to create our search. Number four is who do you know? Who do you know that you can reach out to? And I get it. If you've been out of work for a while, you're probably sitting there saying, Kelly, I've reached out to everybody and anybody I can already. I get it. But write it down. Write it down again. Okay, we're, we're looking at this as a new approach to your, to your search. 
and look through your LinkedIn connections. Look through your LinkedIn connections and see where they work. If any of those organizations are of interest to you, then go to that organization's website and search the jobs that are available. It could be crazy pie in the sky positions, but go through and find anything that seems like it might be a fit and create a list. You can just create a folder on your computer of all of those links. We'll narrow those down later, but to start with, look at all of the different places that will fit the criteria that you've made so far. They are the type of position that you want, you have the skills to do them, and they're in the locations that you're able to work at, right? And you know somebody there. Pull all of those things together. And then number five is what do you need? What do you need to get this job? Do you need to create a very specific resume? Do you need to create a cover letter to talk to the person? Do you need to reach out to your person that you just thought of that works at that organization? Do you need some kind of an online training? I've been hearing about people that are spending all of this time during COVID while they're out of work taking trainings. That's fantastic. But just taking random trainings for the sake of taking random trainings, if you are looking at that as a career progression, that's not necessarily the best way to do it because if you are in one area and you're taking basket weaving, that's not going to help you get a promotion. That's not going to help you find your job. It may be fulfilling to you and upbeat and something different for you to do right now as you're stressed. If that's your focus, totally fine. But if you're taking something like that so that you can just list it off on your resume as just another thing that you've taken a class in, we want to be more strategic. We want to be more specific in what it is that you're taking these trainings on because you want to be able to build a story for the opportunity that you're applying to that says, these are all the things that I bring to the table. It's like when you cook a new recipe. You need certain pots and pans. You need certain measuring utensils. You need a, a spoon or a fork or a wooden spoon, whatever it is you're going to use. Then you need all of your ingredients. But you wouldn't bake a cake and pull out things like lettuce and carrots and orange juice, right? You want to get the right ingredients for the cake that we're baking here. So you want to make sure that all of your ingredients come together to prepare you to go after these opportunities. Now I get it. That's a pretty simplistic way to look about it. But what I want you to think about is that every opportunity that you find has a different need for what you need to do to prepare for it. Let me explain. If you're starting off and you're saying that you will take any job because you need a job right now, I just need a paycheck, you might be applying to maybe an hourly position that you're looking at just to bridge the gap. Okay, you might be looking at something like a, a warehouse position. Again, the holidays are coming. Perhaps there's, there's some temporary work that you can do just to bridge the gap. You may also be applying for careers in your field that you were laid off from, organizations, companies that are more long-term that may take a little bit longer for you to get hired in or find the right fit, get through the interview process, whatever it may be. So those are three very different types of opportunities that you might be going after in hopes that one of them will come through. Perfectly logical way to go about it, but you need to approach all three of them differently. So when I say what do you need 
for the positions, if you're applying for an hourly position, you just need to go down there, fill out the application, maybe drop off a resume depending on the, the type of position that you're looking at, and follow up and hopefully get an interview. Right. If you're looking for a career type position in a leadership role where you're talking about salary and bonuses and all of those things, you need more legwork. You need to research the company. You need to research the organization. You need to understand what their values and missions are so you can prepare for the interview. You need your application package. You need your cover letter. You need to make sure that LinkedIn is ready to go. And again, I, I list all those things off not to further throw you into this feeling of overwhelm, but just so that you can see the difference of the materials that you'll need to get ready. One of the things that I mentioned on a previous podcast about the mistake that people are making with their job search is not doing the homework. I, I, I cannot stress this enough that I understand, honestly, I do. I, I've, I've been in a place where I've had multiple jobs at a time trying to make up for a period of time where I was out of work, where I had two or three hourly jobs to try and make the rent, to keep the lights on, all of that fun stuff that goes on with being underemployed or unemployed and having to try and play that catch-up game. I, I understand that level of stress and not knowing where your, your income is going to come from and trying to figure out what that's going to look like, where you're going to end up. But the more we can take a step back and try to be strategic in how we go about it, how we can be methodical and organized in our approach, number one, you're going to feel a little bit better about the process because you're doing something, right? When we're in motion, just naturally it feels better because you're doing something rather than nothing. So look at it that way. Don't look at it as that whatever it is you're doing is not working. It may or may not be working. You don't know if it's working today. It may end up working tomorrow. But doing something is better than doing nothing. Get yourself a notebook. Get yourself a pen and paper. Get on your phone, whether you're a paper person or a computer person, however is best and start working on this list. Just start narrowing it down to what it is that you want to do, where you want to do it, how you're qualified to do it. All of these things will start getting your brain thinking about different things. If you're not sure about what opportunities are out there for where you would be a good fit, starting off with this list is a great place because at least then you can start pulling together some threads of what types of positions might be a good fit as you're reading through the job descriptions on Indeed. If you're at a point where you're stressed out and you can't, you just can't process it, just consult your list. Look at the job description and look at your list. You made your long list of your skills and all of the things that you're able to do. Does this job that you're looking at match that? I would almost argue for me because I am sometimes a little backwards, I would look first at all of the people that I know and the organizations that they work for. I would make a list of any of them that maybe fit in the locality that I was able to work at. Okay, so if I couldn't relocate or couldn't travel, then I would go through the list of all of those organizations and write all those organizations down that were in my 
immediate geographic area or had positions in my immediate geographic area or allowed for telework. Okay, I would start there. Then I would go through all those positions and I would look at them, then I would match them to my skill sets. Right? Then I would go and look and see what types of hours they have, what kind of restrictions they have, are they the type of work that I really want to do and prioritize them then. So while I gave you this list one to five, I almost would go at it number four, who do I know? Then it would be number three, where is it? Number two, can I do the job? Number one, is it what I want? And then lastly, what do I need to get that job? Okay, so that's how my brain works. You can rearrange these in whatever order makes sense for you. But coming up with at least a few different lists of what it is that you're looking at can really Again, provide some ease to your mind because you're doing something. You've got a plan. It may not be foolproof. I can't guarantee that this is going to find you a job, but I guarantee it's going to help you find a job. Okay? And when you are looking at all of the different positions and you're trying to figure out what types of roles would be good for you, you're reading about the organizations, and you're, you're thinking about all of the people that you know in these organizations, think about how you reach out to those people. If you've already combed through their website and you are not finding any positions that would be a good fit, when you reach out to the person at that organization, if it is a place that you really want to work at, perhaps say to them, I've looked through your website, I don't see any positions here that would be a good fit for me. These are my skills. This is the type of thing I think I'm looking for, but I'm really open to options. Could we talk a little bit about the different types of positions at your organization? Would you be willing to hop on a phone call with me for 10 minutes so I could pick your brain, so I could better understand how your organization functions, the type of roles that you have, and if there might be something that I would be a good fit for? So at least you're letting that person know that you're not sending them off to do the job searching for you. You want it to be an open dialogue. You want to have a conversation so that you can better understand what you might be a good fit for. Because sometimes we don't know what we don't know. You may not know if you're going to be a good fit for that organization. There may be a position there that you wouldn't even know to ask about. And in having a conversation with this person, you may find out about it. But it's a little bit different when you ask them to give you a few minutes to have a conversation and learn more about their organization than sending a resume and saying, hey, do you have any work for me? Not only is that off-putting to the person that's receiving it, but it's really not as helpful to you because if you're not sure what you don't know, you're not going to learn it by them just saying, okay, this is a good job because that may not be the good job for you. There may be three others that you could apply to as well. And in having that conversation with that person, you may learn about different ways to adapt and apply your skills. It's definitely not a fun time to be job searching. It really isn't. And I am seeing so many people out there that are changing fields, changing industries, changing lanes, using their transferable skills to morph them into something else. And I've talked to folks that this has been a blessing in disguise because they found a job that they love and they didn't even know that that was something they'd be interested in. 
I've talked to others that are just taking a job for right now instead of the right job, and they're not necessarily happy, but it's covering the rent, it's covering the mortgage, it's, it's filling the gap, right? So there's all different kinds of permutations on how this is working right now. The one constant is that having some kind of an understanding about pulling everything together that is going to be right for you does make a huge difference. Use your network, leverage your network, talk to them, ask questions, read their posts online, read about their organization, read about their, their, their company's mission and value and all of those things that you can read on the websites. Google the organizations that you're looking at and ask what the, the work-life balance or what the culture or what the approaches are and how they do their leadership how their hiring process is, what their typical application questions are, all of those different things. There is so much available, too much, I would argue, online now. I understand that it can be overwhelming, but all you have to do is start with a couple of questions. Sit yourself down, give yourself an hour or two, and just ask a few questions. Make a list. Create a little bit of a strategy that will work for you. And if you need help, reach out. There are a lot of resources online. There are a lot of people online that are looking to help folks. You know, I, I've been hearing a lot that career transition coaching is just completely out of reach financially for many folks that are out of work right now. And I would agree. I know that there are some really expensive coaches and there are some not so expensive coaches and everywhere in between. But I think that most of us out there are willing to help in any way we can. Answer questions, hop on a call, do a consult, talk to you about your resume, run a few things by you. I've been doing a lot of just one-on-one -on -one quick calls with people just to help answer some questions. I'm doing group coaching around career transition so that it can be much less expensive and I can help more people at the same time and you can learn from one another. You can kind of bounce ideas off of one another. You can learn what is really causing some stress and anxiety for one person and what they're doing about it. I think that sometimes safety in numbers really makes a big difference and being able to be in a group setting where you can talk about this is the challenge that I'm finding is anybody else seeing this too? And then we can brainstorm around it together and come up with answers or workarounds so that you can push through that too, so that perhaps you don't have to go through what that other person is dealing with and vice versa. So if you are struggling with this or you know somebody that's struggling with finding a job, please feel free to reach out to me because if I can help you in any way, I really want to be a source of support. You can find out more about the group coaching. Email me, kelly at kellyfeatheringham.com. Drop me a note on LinkedIn or Facebook. I'm on both. I'm typically on LinkedIn every day. Facebook, not quite every day, but I do try to check it as often as possible. Again, kelly at kellyfeatheringham.com if you just want to email me directly. I wish you all the best. I look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great day.